0: Fifteenth play of the drive, Cora touchdown to Wolverines. Travion Henderson bounces it outside. Henderson off he goes. Third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. Henderson is gone. Touchdown Ohio State. No flags. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network
1: calls once again courtesy of Fox Sports and the Big Ten Network as we get set for Michigan and Ohio State coming up this weekend in the great sport of college football. Our friend Colin Wilson from the Action Network and the Big Bets on Campus podcast will join us in just a moment to break it all down. But I want to remind our live audience especially those watching on stadium right now that coming up next hour we're going to start giving you all our bets and handicaps for Thanksgiving and Black Friday in the National Football League. So 20 minutes from now, side and total thoughts for Lions Packers, Cowboys Commanders, Niners Seahawks, Dolphins, Jets. One hour from now, thy royal prop king will give you all the prop thoughts on all four of those games, yardage and anytime touchdowns. We'll also talk to our friend Eric Eager next hour. NFL bets for this weekend. Power Hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. And Ken and I are going to give you our thoughts for week 12 NFL Sunday. But joining us right now, the aforementioned, the great, Colin Wilson, speaking of thankful and grateful, very thankful and grateful that our pal Colin not only has made the time for us over the past five football seasons on the show, but switching days normally comes on with us on fr- on Fridays. Uh, very nice of him to join us on a Wednesday, not his usual day or time slot, so we sincerely appreciate it. He's on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin, of course, spelled with two L's. Great work for our friends at the Action Network. And be sure to check out his podcast, Talking Betting on College Football, Big Bets on Campus, along with fellow friends of the program, Stucky and Brett McMurphy. Big Bets on Campus. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. My friend, thank you so much for joining us. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, Happy early Thanksgiving to you and the family.
2: Thanks for having me guys. It's uh, you know, it's a uh, happy holidays and uh, happy Thanksgiving. And, and I was free to come on the show because I didn't want to have to study Arkansas Stanford basketball tonight. I'm sure that my alma mater is going to drop <laughs> another game after losing to UNC Greensboro. I don't, I'm going to miss football because basketball, college basketball, anybody that's making money on college basketball. I mean, they live a, a reckless life. You know, they got to be smoking <laughs> cigarettes and 18 coffees a day. That's a tough sport to handicap.
0: I mean, just the, the word I would use for it is like when I was in the TV production business, it was like producing shows. Like, how would I describe it? Relentless. <laughs> like, that's how I would describe Fr- it. Frustrating. That's, that's college <laughs> basketball. Right, exactly. Oh, there's games on now. Guess what's? Guess the next 20 hours. Guess what's going on then? Uh, college yeah. football kind of kind of has Saturday. And this weekend, Colin, it's got Thursday and Friday also. Have to start with Michigan, Ohio State. Obviously, a little out of chronological order. we got Egg Bowl tomorrow now we got Friday games. But this is yeah. like the centerpiece game with a ton of implications, as it often has. And... A very interesting betting market. I, I'll be honest, like, I didn't expect this. I don't, you do really good ratings. Maybe you thought we were going to get a market that, that's that's this tight. But the lookaheads were kind of like in that six, six and a half, five mm-hmm. and a half range. And we're we're a couple days away from the game. Michigan, hold on for dear life as a three and a half point favor. There's a couple threes on the board. The total is 46. Uh, any bets that you have for this game? Any thoughts that you have?
2: I have bets on Ohio State here. It's nothing major, nothing, you know, it's going to change my uh, financial perspective, but I'm definitely on Ohio State here. Look at the last two games. I remember, I'm not going to go into the Connor Stallions. I'm not going to go into, you know, Harbaugh not being on the sidelines, but they're done throwing the ball. J.J. McCarthy has either not been allowed to throw the ball against Penn State or he's been extremely ineffective against Maryland. Four turnover-worthy plays against the Terrapins' vaunted secondary. I mean, that's a red flag in itself. And this team... Has not been able to create explosives all year they are just blake Corum off tackle that's all they are right now if ohio state can figure that out then they're going to be fine on the defensive side of the ball but my entire handicap came down to what is ohio state's offense it's a one-trick pony it's kyle mccord to marvin harrison the best route runner coming to the nfl so when you go into the uh, route tree that marvin harrison runs it's all crossers and it's hitch routes well I went and dove into what Michigan is doing defending those and from a success rate and an explosive perspective they cannot defend hitch whatsoever so I expect to see Marvin Harrison come back on a couple throws to Kyle McCord and uh, you know if Michigan doesn't have two guys right there then it's gonna be curtains so I like Ohio State they have the more explosive unit I don't know what's going on with this Michigan offense they have no explosiveness on the ground or through the air JJ McCarthy's not even being allowed to throw so give me Ohio State here
1: all right. So, Colin, with a strong thought on Ohio State and Michigan, let's go to uh, the game on Thanksgiving night, the Egg Bowl with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ole Miss laying 10, total 54 and a half. Any bets for you in the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night?
2: I took the under in this game. I, I don't know. Well, actually, I do know. But there are people that think Mississippi State is good and they move the line five points against Southern Miss. There was a special teams touchdown. There was a pick six. It wasn't the Mississippi State offense against Southern Miss that got them that cover. They didn't score 41 points because of their offense. Their offense was actually pretty bad against Southern Miss's defense. So I don't expect them to get much done against Old Miss. When we turned around to the Old Miss side of the ball. The way to attack Mississippi State is definitely on the ground. Um, I, I don't, you know, Mississippi State doesn't give a lot of explosives up. They run that nickel package Zach Arnett had. Um, I don't see a lot of explosives out of them. So I like the under in this game. Uh, hopefully there's some fireworks and some fights, everything that we get on Thanksgiving night, but uh, I don't expect a lot of points.
0: You mentioned you, you don't see a lot of explosives in that game. Explosive plays, obviously. Uh, okay. We, t- we turned the page to Friday. Will there be a single explosive play in Iowa, Nebraska? What's our over under <laughs> for number of explosive plays? The total in the game is, is 26 and there are yeah. 25 and a half on the board. Nebraska open pick got bit up to two and a half. I know there's like a kind of a spot narrative or handicap here, right? The Nebraska needs the game. Iowa doesn't need the game in terms of like big 10 title, but just kind of curious how you see this one playing out. Colin, are we, are we teasing Iowa? I had people message me that a lot this week, like in a really low total game. How do you see this one playing out early game Friday, Iowa, Nebraska two two and a half and 26.
2: I've never teased a college football game in my life, but how are you not teasing a a side where the total is in the twenties? I mean, it seems like free money. If you were to tease both of them up above seven, right? So uh, Nebraska is the play in this game, and you're, you're right. There is a situational spot here. Nebraska's on five wins. They have a first-year coach. They are desperate to get back to bowl season, something Scott Frost never did. And they're taking on an Iowa team that has won the West, and they have their sights set on Lucas Oil Stadium and the Big Ten Championship next week. So from a situational spot perspective, it all makes sense to take Nebraska. But I caution everybody, the way these Iowa games are playing out, and we know that Nebraska is going to attack primarily on the ground, don't swallow those points. I know it sucks to pay a tax of minus 130 to minus 140 on a college football game, but you don't want to be holding points in this game. So Nebraska is the play, but you're going to have to swallow some juice on the money line.
1: You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a wonderful football Wednesday, actually a phenomenal football Friday. We're getting college football bets for the weekend from one of our favorites, the great Colin Wilson from the Action Network and the Big Bets on Campus podcast. He's on Twitter at underscore Colin one. Colin, of course, spelled. The two L's. My friend, let's go to Oregon and Oregon State with the Ducks. Nearly a two touchdown favorite against Oregon State. Uh, total about 62, 62 and a half. Thoughts here with Oregon and Oregon State.
2: I think Oregon's going to run away in this one. And there is one primary stat that just flew off the page of me, and it was the fact that Oregon State is terrible at tackling. They're 131st in the nation tackle grading per PFF, and when you go a little bit farther into that, Broken tackles allowed, they're 132nd. Hey, there's only 133 teams, so those are pretty bad numbers. And yeah, they had that problem against Oregon State. I'm sorry, Oregon State had that problem against Washington. They allowed nine missed tackles. They played Arizona a couple weeks ago. Oregon State had 20 missed tackles. So I mean, it's a real problem on their defense. It's not just they're allowing explosive plays. It's happening because they're missing tackles. When you flip over to the Oregon side, that same stat that I told you about, broken tackles created, Oregon is second in the nation. Troy flank Troy Franklin tez johnson bucky irving these weapons are they're just machines of creating tackles i think that ultimately is how oregon is going to run away from beavers in this uh rivalry game
0: makes me really happy as someone who's given out like bets that i've made already i really really like oregon and when colin likes oregon it's like oh like, yes like yes <laughs> like makes me oh, very yeah. happy uh colin obviously we've done the biggest game on saturdays michigan ohio state but while that game's going on Jaden Daniels is going to be playing. They're playing Texas A&M and they're about 11, 11 and a half point favorite. High total. LSU's gone over basically every total they played all year, except last week because the other team couldn't hook up there out of the bargain. Do you see this as, we talked about this already in the show, is this just like the run it up stats game again against an A&M team that's kind of like floundering a little bit? 11 and a half, 66 and a half. We'll all be watching Michigan, Ohio State. What should we expect from Jaden Daniels and LSU in this game in about a minute?
2: Well, I'll start with the game and then I'll talk about the Heisman real quick. That Texas AM, the number is way too high. I understand the coach has been fired. I'm not sure that's a bad thing considering he was limiting what the offense could do. Uh, the number is way too high. Like I make it, I think five. I think SP plus makes it five and a half or six. Like I don't know what this number is. It's like a complete reflection of the head coaching change, but it's not like Jimbo was worth that much to the spread, anyways. So I don't understand the number. And I get it, the LSU is white hot right now and nobody wants to get in the way, but. When's the last time they played a defense with a pulse? At least this defense has a pulse. So I'll say that. I haven't put any money down yet, but I'm going to end up playing Texas A&M. On a Heisman front, I know everybody's running to bet Jaden Daniels. I'll give credit out to the athletic. I, I know some of the guys over there, and they put out this wonderful straw poll they do before the Heisman last couple of years, and it is dead on accurate. They require all of the writers who are Heisman voters to vote in it. It does a 3-2-1 voting system. Enough being said, Bo Nix was well ahead of Jaden Daniels and their latest straw poll. So as much as everybody wants this Jaden Daniels thing to happen, he's not going to play a week from Saturday while Bo Nix will be. So um, I I still don't think Jaden Daniels, no matter how many touchdowns he puts up on Texas A&M, can win the Heisman.
1: Colin, we got about 60 seconds to go. Any other bets you like coming up this weekend in the great sport of college football?
2: Well, Jacksonville State thinks that they are the outright hair to the throne in the new Conference USA. Uh, they're not going to be allowed to play in the championship game. That makes this game against New Mexico State their Super Bowl, and man, what a spot. New Mexico State just beat Auburn as 26-point underdogs, and they're going to play in the Conference USA championship game next week. Uh, that's a spot Jacksonville thinks that they should have. Uh, that steam in the market is for real, and I expect the Gamecocks and Rich Rod to uh, beat them pretty handily there. Um, I, I think if I had to pick another one out, I think Auburn first half is a good play. You're going to get the best half of Auburn. You're going to get the entire season, but it's not going to last. Uh, there's too many, too many things in the statute that say Alabama is going to be able to dominate here, especially since Auburn can't pass the ball at all. So I like Auburn first half, and I like a live bet on Alabama after the middle
1: eight. Listen, everybody knows that Thanksgiving weekend, the main event in the world of sports and entertainment, is Survivor Series. Colin, yep. any bets for the WWE, the premier fall pay-per-view coming up on Saturday night in about 20 seconds to close?
2: Well, The Undertaker doesn't have a team, but there is a team in black and purple that's going to win, and that is the Judgment Day at 3-1. to one. Uh, Randy Orton's coming back for Cody Rhodes' team, and he's going to RKO every single one of his teammates and get Judgment Day the win, so go bet it. He-
1: here, here is, like, the lock of the century. Is Randy Orton—you would never even get a line on this. Like, big, bigger lock than, like, the Cowboys beating the Commanders on Thanksgiving. Is Randy Orton RKOing his former legacy teammate, Cody Rhodes, no. on Saturday night at Survivor Series? Colin, uh, Colin, we're very thankful and grateful that you come on the show as often as you do. We absolutely love having you on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin with two L's. Action Network, Big Bets on campus. Good luck with the bets. Very happy Thanksgiving, my friend, to you and the family.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: The great Colin Wilson joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Coming up next, oh. you want bets in the National Football yeah. League? Yeah, of course, duh. Of yeah, course Stuff you your do. face with them. Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, for Thanksgiving and for Black Friday, we got you covered. All our side and total thoughts. Thanksgiving, Black Friday, in moments, on You Better, You Bet.
0: We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.